we'd like to present Not Seen Before. I think you want you want everybody to smoke weed. Hey, this is Hoist Gracie, and you're listening to the Inside BJJ Podcast. It was a shroom trip. That's racist. I'm not a racist. That's racist. I'm not a racist. This is Kurt Oceaner. This is Inside BJJ Podcast. God damn it. Jiu-Jitsu sucks. God damn it. I think you want, you want everybody to smoke weed. Wow, well, this is sarcasm. This is not a lot of others. And you're listening to the Inside BJJ Podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Inside BJJ, the world infamous Inside BJJ podcast. Thank you for listening. I want to remind you, if you enjoy the program or if you hate it, even better for me because I love it when you hate it and you leave me bad reviews, go to iTunes. Make sure you leave a nasty comment and a nasty remark, and I'll make sure I read it on the show. Or if you like what we're doing, you could say something nice. I won't read it. I won't read it on the show, but I'll, I'll read it in real life. Hey, um, I want to jump to our guest right out of the gate today. He is a um, a, a, a buddy of mine through the jujitsu world. I've, I've seen him quite a few times over the years. Him and his, he, he I think he, I joke around about jujitsu partridge partridge families, but I really think the Rice brothers are the actual partridge families of jujitsu. You guys are <laughs> you guys are dope, man. You guys are awesome. So I'd like to welcome the one and only Tanner Rice to the Inside BJJ Podcast. What's going on, my brother? Not much, man. Just almost to the gym. Just doing a regular day. You know, pissing everybody off. <laughs> so I think, uh, you know, we may as well just jump right to it. We're not going to avoid the elephant in the room on this one. Uh, you just talked about pissing everybody off. Obviously, you're referring to the fact that you have opened up your gym during this time where, you know, lots of businesses are closed. People are freaked out. Um Talk to me about that, man. Talk to me about the thought process behind it and, uh, you know, kind of how are you feeling right now? Well, I mean, you know, we're, we're open as like a normal, you know, normal schedule right now. The reason why we did it was, um, to be perfectly honest, our overhead's like pretty big here, especially for Reading, you know, it's a smaller town. And, um, so we, our, our overhead's pretty big and the landlord's raising the rent next month. Oh, what a nice guy. Yeah. So yeah, you can only imagine the name calling that we've been giving him. So he's, uh, he's raising the rent next month. And, um, so it was like, we, we decided to open because honestly, I kind of think this whole thing is blown out of proportion, but I don't want to really get into numbers and all that bullshit, but you know, in Shasta County, we've had almost no cases. Right. So, and so I think, uh, I think, you know, I was going to lose my ass if I have to wait for governor Newsom's, you know, restrictions anyway. So paying rent for six, seven odd months until he thinks that we can open. So I decided just to go for it anyway. You know, it's a, it's a difficult decision and I'm definitely, uh, I feel your pain. I'm in the same, you know, predicament as a gym owner, not able to run classes, not able to, 
you know, really have a full program. I get it. And there's people that will support you, but there's lots of people that won't. And I don't blame them either. There's people that aren't working and they're not getting paid as well. And it's tricky because landlords want their money. And so here you are, you're faced with this decision. Like you're either going to let this bleed slow and die, or you're going to, you're going to make a, make a move. And it sounds like you made a move. Yeah. So I mean, I decided that if I'm going to lose my ass, I'm going to stand up for what I believe in. And um, you know, my brother was all for it too. So we said, you know, if we're going to lose our ass and we're going to do, you know, we're going to make, go out with a bang at least. Right. Tell me, how were you feeling, you know, back in March when the word started kind of getting out there, like, Hey, there, there could be some shutdowns. There could be some quarantines. You know, we were, we were taking it day by day. Like, Hey, there's class tomorrow. As far as we know, there's class tomorrow and we're going to keep going until we can't go. What was, what was your thought process like then? Like, how were you feeling about it then? Were you concerned about a shutdown or did you think it wouldn't happen? I thought it wouldn't happen, man. I thought it was just all propaganda to be perfectly honest with you. And you know, and who honestly saw this coming, right? Sure. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I never thought ever that my gym would be forced to lock down, you know, for a, for a virus going around the world. Uh, But anyway, like we, we decided like we were going to open. We have gotten some heat. We had record search, like come out, do like a small write up. And then it got like, it blew up. And you know, we have like, you know, the, the chief police called me and he was super polite. To be perfectly honest with you. He was really polite, really nice. His guys train here. Some of them. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was a little eerie this morning at 6 a.m. because they all train at 6 a.m. They all are early birds. They get up. And they were all told not to come in because <laughs> there was no coffee at this morning. Oh, and generally it has like at least five or six. So they're on it and they all pay their dues to normal. They said, Hey, we support you. Right. But the chief police is like, listen, man, like I didn't care that you were open before, um, this whole thing, but then now you're headline news and you're kind of backing me into a corner. And I was like, I told him, I'm like, dude, I didn't mean for it to happen. Honestly, I just opened up and kind of made, posted on social media a little bit. And it blew up and he's like, I understand totally. I get it. But you would do me a huge solid if you locked down, right? Or if you shut, shut down. I was like, dude, I'm in this, you know, already pretty deep and we're probably not going to. Um, but he was like, why don't we wait for governor Newsom's like, uh, his, um, agenda for opening up California. And obviously it wasn't in our favor. And so yeah. we just decided to stay open. Yeah. So, I mean, damn, you know, the, the, the problem that I, I have with governor Newsom's agenda is it sucks. <laughs> There's no agenda. Yeah. No, it's, terrible. it's chicken shit. It's like, we have yeah. a very well formulated plan. Well, what is it? Oh, uh, it's there. It's a good plan though. It's like, come on, man. I need, <laughs> I need more than that. Cause I got bills to pay yeah. bitch. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I, that rents exactly. dude. and, uh, man, I feel you. What, it's interesting because Shasta County really hasn't been hit to honestly, California hasn't been hit hardly at all for in comparison. And I'm not, and I tell people like, I'm not trying to make light of the situation. Obviously people are affected by it. I feel for that. I don't want anyone to get sick. Just like, I don't want anything to happen to any, I don't want anyone to go bankrupt either or lose their jobs or be destitute. Or in your case, I mean, dude, I remember going to tournaments like the U S open in Santa Cruz 
10 years ago, man. And you guys were a lot younger. Like I, I from a distance, yeah. I felt like I watched you guys kind of grow up. I'm like, damn, especially yeah. your brother, like Matt, yeah. I'm like, God damn, I don't want to fight yeah. against that kid. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. He's a big kid now. He's, he's pushing some weight around now, but, but you know what I mean? Um, you guys have put serious time into this. It's not like you're just some dude who's, you know, like fuck the government. I'm, I'm staying open. You, you don't want to lose this shit. You've been working on your whole life. Essentially. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, that was super frustrating for us. And we, we had just moved buildings almost two years ago now to this location. And it's blown up for us since then. Like, we've been doing really well. And we're finally, like, over this hump. Like, oh, shit, we're making money. I don't have to do all these, like, private lessons on the side. Neither does he. Yeah. You know, and then this shit hit. And it was like, okay. And that's a lot of people's stories, right? So it was frustrating, obviously. Um, you know, but we've gotten so many, like, our members of you know, came closer together and kind of helped us out a little bit, but you know, there is going to be some heat probably in the next, the, the, the chief police warned me, he's like, you're going to get cited like one to three days. And I said, okay, well then, then what? And he's like, well, if you don't comply, then we're going to have to, or he said, it's up to us to enforce it. This is exact words. I told him like, okay, well, you know, we'll pay our fine. Right. Yeah. And we're going to stay open. So, <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. I, I, I got to go shut the door, man. Some dudes with a weed eater in the backyard. I can't believe it. No. <laughs> <One second. laughs> no I'll be right back. <laughs> All right. What a show. That's how you know the production quality is uh, taking place in my house. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turn the goddamn weed eater off. <laughs> what are you doing, Walter? Yeah, no, it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a hard decision to make. How do you, how are you dealing with the criticism or have you received the criticism that you're, you're endangering people's lives? Like, Hey man, you're going to, you're going to make somebody die because of this. Yeah. Uh, that, that, you know, that was the only thing that actually pissed me off. I can deal with like people talking shit or whatever. I don't care. <laughs> but like, that was the only thing we've always kind of been the kind of people like to try to help like people financially. And, you know, they said like, Oh, Canada doesn't care about killing people as long as you like fills his own pockets. I'm like, what in the world? Yeah. Like, I'm like, you've yeah. got to be kidding me. Like I'm not forcing these people to walk into my gym. I open my doors and they're walking. Right. Yeah. And you know, and obviously they're not too worried about it either. You know, we're all staying clean. We're cleaning the mats. Like, crazy you know what i mean so like with the criticism dude honestly it's been mostly positive yeah from everyone everyone has been like super supportive and they think that we're doing the right thing so and more people like i've gotten people um from everywhere really saying hey we're gonna follow your lead we're gonna open up so i was like okay this is is great i actually am starting to um feel that vibe from a lot of people that I know in the jujitsu world. I'm, I'm sure, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of, you know, tons of people in the jujitsu world, lots of yeah. gym owners, lots of, lots of instructors. I'm getting the same vibe from lots of people in California as well. I, I have a serious beef with the people that go, he's choosing, you know, to line his own pockets over the general community's wealth. And it's like, dude, first of all, if you're listening and you don't know where Reading is, Reading is not Manhattan, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, <laughs> Reading's not where you go to make it big. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
Redding's yeah. where you go when you grow up in Red Bluff. You're like, I'm moving to the city. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to Redding. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Like, come on, man. You're, yeah. you're not, you're not, you know, you're making a living, but it's, it's not like you're, you're driving a Rolls Royce off your jujitsu no. cash. You know, you're trying to eat and feed your family yeah. and stay, stay alive. It's, it's a very That's frustrating all it is, thing. Man. Yeah. I, yeah. It's extremely frustrating, but you know, people don't like people will say that shit and they don't actually know you. You know what I mean? They just try to, those are the people that were on freaking welfare anyway. They were sitting at their home just eating fucking Doritos off of uh, the taxpayers' money. So those are the people commenting. Yeah. You know, and that, like, there was only a couple that actually kind of pissed me off. And it was just because, like, oh, he doesn't care about the commonwealth of people. I'm like, oh, cool. Right, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I feel you. When when at the same time, I'm I'm sure you've done tons of nice things for people in your own community, and and you don't go make a video about it and put it on Facebook and brag it up on right. Reddit. You know, it's like you do it because you want to do it, and that that's the end yeah. of it. You know, which people don't have the insight into. Yeah, which is most jujitsu instructors, right? They all do the same thing for people, right? So, and I'm sure you've helped plenty of people yourself, and. You know, that's a part of it, yeah. right? Like, not yeah. a lot of people have the money, especially in Reading or Red Bluff, um, <laughs> to pay, you know, to pay 150 a month for, you know, gypsy. They right. don't. So, you know, we have to figure something out. Yeah. So, man, so we're talking fines. Do you have any idea what, what, what type of citations we're talking about? Are we talking about, like... We're talking about jail? We're just talking about citation? Like, what the fuck? I, you, know, I, you know, if it gets to that point, Right, like for some reason, all the cops backed out this morning, and they aren't they all been supportive. So I'm yeah. not trying to throw anybody under the bus. No, for They're sure, super supportive, but they don't want to lose their job either, right? Yeah. So like, which is totally fine. Um, but like, so we've been. Jesus, just a big dude right there, <laughs> dude. <laughs> what are you guys eating, man? <laughs> What the hell, dude? That beef, bro. I swear, man. <laughs> you guys are going to need two buses to fit all your asses into now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I forgot what I was saying, but yeah, the they cop, I think uh, he just said cited in yeah. one to three days. He said that yesterday afternoon. We haven't seen anything yet. Um, as far as that goes, I've heard from multiple other, uh, schools that he got fined a grand. Mm-hmm. Off the start. Uh, so we're kind of expecting that. Yeah. You know? And first, I guess they give you a warning. So we're just going to write this out. And then if it gets to the point to where they come in and arrest me, then that's what I'm going to Yeah. But then, you know, like we've already got a good lawyer, uh, you know, and if shit hits the fan, we're going to take it to the very freaking end. So, you know, we're not... Uh, you know, we're not going to hold back at all. We're being polite as possible, right? Like, we're not trying yeah. to obviously, you know, be dicks about the whole situation, but people need to understand. And there's been, like, a couple CrossFit gyms um, in our city to op- open back up because we opened up. And it was really, you know, so I think it's going to get so... Reading's already small, right? But we are all in close contact. So yeah. I think everybody's going to eventually follow our lead. Yeah. And hopefully nothing happens, but... I doubt it. You know, it's a, it's an unfortunate, 
place when someone, I, I don't know your, your history in life, but I, I know that, you know, you mostly do jujitsu and when you're yeah. in jujitsu and you're at a level that you're at, you're doing jujitsu pretty much all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. And the last thing you're trying to do is have a run in with the police or like you say, you train, you have cops that train in your gym. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I get it. I have cops. They train in my gym. I train, I teach their kids. You know, the yeah. last thing you're trying to do is get arrested, make some big giant statement, do all this stupid yeah, shit. Yeah. But at the same time, you're like, dude, I'm in Reading, you know, and yeah. nobody's dropping dead. The numbers are flat and they've been flat. Let's just be real. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's no reason why we can't open back up. Maybe not the whole country at the same time, but come yeah, on. Course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Of course. I totally agree. But like our, you know, they said yesterday that the, um, the health, the head of the health department for Shasta County is following Newsom's rules to the T. I'm like, how is yeah. that? You know, so I'm like, yeah. you guys, all right, well, I guess this is going to go to the very bitter end because we're going to you know, get some shit, obviously. So no, nobody wants but. to be responsible. It, it's, it's much easier for a, a county health administrator to go like, oh, I'm just going to do what the governor says. I'm not going to make any decisions myself. And we see it right now in, in Fresno, right? We see these doctors yeah. come out, some councilmen, some people are starting to talk and there's tons of backlash. There's tons of, there's an echo chamber full of people who, for whatever reason, are highly concerned. About, well, I shouldn't say whatever reason. They have legitimate concern, and that's okay. And, it, it, yeah. and if you are concerned, don't come. Like It's not exactly. like you're going, hey, I'm not going to give you your blue belt unless you train during quarantine. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, you're not doing that. You want a stripe? You want your purple? You got to get the fuck in during <laughs> yeah. lockdown, bitch. It's not like that, man. It's like... <laughs> No, he's just trying well, to stay open, man. It's it's yeah. That's it. All we want to do is cover cover bills, man. We can cover bills. Kill it. Are so. are you concerned about maybe? Because this is what what I've noticed is some people have chosen sides, and people that I considered acquaintances and friends now have kind of like, maybe they don't want to be friends with me anymore because I have a separate opinion or a different opinion, which kind of breaks my heart. It's ridiculous. But are you experiencing any of that yourself? Of course, we got. We had two families, one adult. When we decided we were going to open, two families literally just like set this like this huge paragraph of like what we're doing wrong and like you know you guys are just so greedy and we'll never recommend anyone or go back to your gym again. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like out of the the 110 students that we have, you guys are the only ones to complain. That's fine, right? Yeah. And they, you know, it, honestly, like we didn't even respond to the message. We just we're just like. All right, that's their their sure. deal, um, you know. And they thought that we were doing something super terrible, you know, and not right, morally incorrect is what they said. So I'm like, okay, send it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do, right? Well, I mean, uh, ultimately, yeah. The first day, the you know, it's the chief police officer. He told me first day we opened. Like we didn't even really put on social media. We said we might open on Monday. Who's going to hate us? So my first post like that. I, you know, I didn't even make the decision. So we opened Monday, very first day. He said, we got calls about you guys opening and playing. I'm like, wow. Oh my God. Like, yeah. And this is a, you know, it's Shasta County. Like it's, it's a pretty high number of like Republicans in this. Like, yeah, it's, city, a, it's right? fairly so, conservative like, area. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, you know, but of course you've got, you know, those people, but they, 
they got superheated and called us in. Yeah. I mean, I understand the fear that people experience, especially in the beginning when there was a lot of uncertainty about like, dude, this is spreading, what's going to happen. I get that. But I also think you have to have a balance of the fact that, you know, this country's so damn great because of our ability to have personal freedoms and exercise those freedoms without a tyrannical government kind of sitting over you trying to pull yeah, the strings yeah. on everything you do. And unfortunately, most people are not even thinking about that. They don't even care about that. There's no concern about it. And so the decision to lock down, that's one thing, but then like who gets to tell you when to open up again? And how long does that happen? Like we're on day 45 of a 14 day quarantine. You know what I mean? And people are talking about, you know, you're selfish and you're this. And I feel like, well, I have skin in the game. My business has been closed. We're going on two months, motherfucker. Like, what have you done? You put a mask on and took an Instagram selfie? Like, suck it. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I don't want to hear that shit. Nope. Yeah, I I totally agree with you, man. it is frustrating because, like, we're, we stay clean, right? Like, jiu-jitsu yeah. gyms have always, yeah. like, put that on black. Like, just stay clean. And, 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 but you go to, like, a grocery store, and I'm telling you, dude, we only, we have, what, like, one Walmart ready, right? So, and that shit is wild. Yeah. So we went there because we were going to try to change our couches to something easier to clean, you know? Uh, so me and my brother are in there. We're getting, like, mean mugs because, like, we don't have our masks on. We're yeah. there walking around, right? And, you know, and, but it's incredible because people think like that's okay to go to the grocery store. I'm not going to get it at the grocery right. store. I'm like, guys, you guys are all touching the same shit. Yeah. And the yeah. workers touch that same shit. Yeah. Right. And they don't clean it. They don't no. have anybody around to clean it. They it's don't. ridiculous. You it's, know, like there's a, there, there's a false sense of, of hygiene and safety right now. And, and my yeah. wife and I, we see it all the time. And, and one of the things that I ask myself is, if it is as bad as it is, as, as people are saying, especially in our areas, like San Joaquin County, there's about 550 cases and there's 750, 760,000 people. It's like a thousandth of a percent. That's how tiny it is. And I'm going, okay, well, okay. Yeah. Then how come all the essential workers, like the grocery store clerks and the restaurant workers and all these people that are out there, they're still working. They're not getting it. It's not, no. They're out there amongst, they're in the grocery store. They're in the hub of the city. Home Depot and Target are the hub of the city. Home now. Depot is fucking nuts. That's where we go on dates. We don't have anything to do. We're like, hey, honey, you want to get dressed up and go hang out at Lowe's? Like, fuck it, let's go. I'm not kidding you, dude. Like, uh, I ironed my shirt. I was like, fuck it. We're going out, baby. I'll take you to Lowe's, bitch. I'm serious, though. Nobody's getting it. Like, I'm not saying that nobody across the country is, but, but not here. Like, I feel like the efforts whatever had to happen to flatten the curve, it's flat. Like let's start taking into consideration business owners. And I don't know if you've applied for like the, the PPP and the Uh, SBA. Of course we did. Dude, it's chicken shit, right? It's chicken shit. Nobody got it. Nobody got it. it. Well, hold on. I got a thousand dollars. I did get a thousand dollars. They said, this is what you qualify for based on your circumstance. And I'm grateful that I got a thousand bucks, but I'm like, dude, yeah, that doesn't pay. That doesn't pay the rent. That doesn't pay a fucking third of my rent. You know like, where it went? I paid my payroll taxes with it. I'm like, well, I owe the government twelve hundred bucks for payroll taxes, so I just fucking yeah. send it because I don't want to owe them money. I'd rather owe yeah. my landlord than the IRS. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not yeah, fucking yeah. with the IRS. Yeah, 
No. Well, yeah. It's, yeah, it, it's, it's a frustrating thing, man. And it, it, people are just like, it is fear of this, like what media is posting. And it's nothing ever positive. There's nothing yeah. ever positive. Right? So it, it sucks. And then you get, and then everybody on social media is a fucking doctor now, right? Yeah. So it's like, all right, yeah. well, I, you know, we're, we're doing our thing because that's our choice as a constitutional right, you know? And we're going to continue doing that until the, like I said, to fucking end. So I just hope the cops don't see this podcast. Cause I'm fucking terrible. But no, no, I, uh, <laughs> but we're, you know, we've gotten tons of support. Literally like yeah. tons of it. I mean, like Gary Tonin got a hold of me. I was like, Hey, you want me to send you money? I'm like, no. Like, wow. Dude. Right. Like, yeah, I'm like, no, I'm, like, I'm good. Thank you. I appreciate it. But we're, you know, I think we'll be okay. We had tons of people like in the yeah. community, community try to Venmo us money. I was like, no, we're all right. We're, Wait we're a minute. Okay. Just, you greedy bastard. You didn't take that I money. Didn't yeah. <laughs> I didn't accept it. I didn't accept it. But. Yeah. I, I mean, we had Gary Tonin on the show about three weeks ago and I just, dude, I don't know, man. I get, I get offended on your guys' behalf. Like when I see people talk shit about this, I'm like, you guys have no fucking idea what these gym owners are going through. Like you're, everyone's out yeah, there talking yeah. shit and making all these assumptions. And it, it bothers me in the jujitsu world that there's not more support in the sense where some bigger names who could come out could go like, Hey man, it's tough to be in this situation. I respect those decisions, but instead they're like, no, and they, they build yeah. up this like Reddit jujitsu shame. You know what I mean? Oh, it's, yeah. it's so bad. I'm oh, like, yeah, I can't Keenan even go on the it. Reddit master. Oh dude. Like, I'm not even on Reddit, but like I have some black books on Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> just tell them. Keenan's on Reddit again. Just fuck it. Right, dude. Everybody on Reddit loves Keenan. Keenan. I'm telling you what, Keenan is a high level troll. Keenan is a troll. Oh yeah. Keenan is trolling everybody. He's marketing. Yeah. He's pushing his shit out there. He's trying to stack yeah, cheese, yeah. man. Just he's the greedy oh, yeah. guy. <laughs> so I'm, I'm honestly not. I'm sure that everybody knows this already, but I'm just gonna say. It. But every like I'm not good at like arguing online or like I'm just yeah. not good at it. You know, I'm not. I don't have the the heart for it. I guess I don't have the mind for it. I don't know. But like you know, Kit got on my Kit Dale got on my first post. Right, it was just like he went to fucking war with these people, like ten different people, like a hundred and something comments. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> right? But he posted something that was okay. I'm friends with Kit, I, yeah. Regardless of what he thought of my decision, like I'm still gonna be friends with Kit. I don't get sure, it. but like he, you know, obviously he didn't like that we opened. I'm like, Kit, you're probably making more money now than you were before. Yeah. You know, like you've, you've always been doing the same thing. You've always been sitting on your ass making fucking money, right? Yeah. Like that's, that's what you're good at. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm not good at it though. <laughs> right. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It just, well, well, man, I think, I think that, uh, you have a lot more people on your side than what maybe you realize. I think that there is some fear. People have some fear in, in coming out and just supporting it and going like, hey, we need to start asking questions about this. Um, and, yeah. I'm, and I'm hoping that more people will see what you did and, you know, feel empowered by it and not be afraid to come out and say like, yeah, this is fuck dude, this is chicken shit, man. Like we need a better plan than this plan of like, we'll see. You know, that, that doesn't work, man. It just doesn't flat out work. And it would be nice if, if county officials would, 
you know, grow a pair and do their job. They're, they're, they are elected officials. They're put in those positions by the general public and they need to represent their community, not what some slick asshole in a suit who's never really worked in his whole goddamn life. You know what I mean? Nope. Yeah. Born in, into completely different circumstances than the rest yeah. of the rest of the people in the state. It's, it's super frustrating to see that man. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that honestly, I do think that, it's going to um, get better. And I think it's getting better fast. I, I've had a, uh, a really positive amount of people like that own gyms say that they're going to open. Like on the first, regardless of what they say, we're opening on the first. So that, yeah. this is, you know, so it was great to see people in Australia going, fuck it, we're open. Okay, cool. You know, that was awesome. So it wasn't Kid Dale. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't say that. No, he's he's in L.A. He's not even in Australia. He's like he's taking acting classes somewhere right now. <laughs> you watch his movie though? That was, did you watch his movie on Netflix? Uh, no. Iron Sky. No, what's it called? Iron Sky. No, he. I didn't even know he had a movie. Yeah, he's on there. He fights like. Um, what did he fight? He fights like uh, dinosaurs and shit. He, did he put out a video tutorial on how to fight dinosaurs? <laughs> yeah, not yet. Sign up for my program. <laughs> yeah. The sexual predator one on YouTube is by far my favorite. <laughs> I'll have to check that out, man. Yeah. The sexual predator one is beating up a dildo on a wall. <laughs> That's so Kit Dale. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, dude, uh, you know, thanks for, thanks for checking in with us. I, I want you to know well, you, you got our support down in Stockton, man. I've known you guys for a long time. Uh, you've been yeah. on the show a couple times now and yeah. uh, it's always a good time, dude. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really... I'm really proud of what you're doing. I think it's it's time for people to take a stand and stop being so afraid of what you know what some perceived consequences are because you you might be surprised how many people are in support of, of what you're doing. And, and there's a lot of gym owners that are listening right now, like that want to open up. In fact, I haven't met a gym owner yet that doesn't want to open up. To be honest with you, like everyone I know. Is, yeah, Keen. He wanted to close though. You know what I mean? He's like, he I can make more money on it, dude. Yeah. Master Lloyd raised him well. Let's just say that, dude. He's on the dark side, motherfucker. They should call him Anakin Cornelius, dude. Yeah. Let's get real, dude. He's fucking. He was turned a long time ago, man. I love you, Keenan. Yeah. I'm 42. What are you gonna do? Beat an old man up? Come on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You hit a guy with glasses. He'll still beat me up. He'll still beat me up. I still got some time before I can hide in masses. I mean, he's tough, dude. I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from his jujitsu. I'm just saying I'm onto his game. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, that guy makes up some weird shit that works. Yeah. No, for sure. Right. Right. He's he's jujitsu needs guys like that, man. For sure. So. Oh, definitely. We also we also need the Rice Brothers, man. So thank you for keeping it strong up there and holding it down. Yeah, man. It's course. important. It's important to us. Yep. And uh, Redding needs you guys. Come on, man. What are you gonna do in Redding without jujitsu? Exactly. Nothing. Nothing to do. Go to Walmart. Fuck Down that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, thanks, brother. I will check in with you in a couple days, man. See how you're doing. Uh, stay right. strong, man. Hold out there. All right. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Okay. Have a good one. All right. Bye. All right. That was nice. I don't know. I know. I know a lot of people completely disagree with everything I'm saying. And, you know, that's okay. I don't, I don't have a problem with anyone disagreeing. What I have a problem with is when we're trying to shame and chastise people because of their opinions, 
on some moral or ethical ground that people don't even really have uh, any any uh, right to stand on. You know what I mean? That that's that's my big problem. It's one thing when you go, hey, for me. I'm going to stay inside. I'm going to follow these things. I'm going to do this. No problem. I'm not going to talk shit about you. Do it. I don't care. Do it. You should do it if you want to do it. But if I don't want to do it, stay out of my business. This is America, right? America. And uh, we need to be very conscientious of that. We live in times where things change rapidly and they change fast. And once freedom gets taken away, it is extremely hard to get it back. And the price that's paid is usually paid in young men's blood. And, and that's not uh, being dramatic. That's being honest. And this country has been around. It's a very young country, uh, but it's a very free country. And I don't care, you know, if you hate it, then don't, don't live here. Go live somewhere else. This is a, this is a dope country. This is awesome. I love America. I love California. I love freedom. I love the ability to say, you know what? I was a software engineer for 20 years, 20 years. And I used to sit in a cubicle as a blue belt typing on my little computer, dreaming about someday I might be able to open a jujitsu school. And I'm like, nah, I suck. I can't even do a scissor sweep, right? Like nobody's going to want to learn from me. And I just stayed on it and stayed on it and stayed on it. And one day, because this goddamn country is so amazing, I was able to make that dream come true. And it took a lot of sacrifice. It took a lot of work. It took a lot of resources. It took a lot of money. It took a lot of blood. It took a lot of sweat. It took a lot of tears. It took a lot of fighting. It took a lot of friendship. It took a lot of everything to get to that point. And for someone to take it away without serious justification and serious detailed plans on how it's going to come back. It's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. And most people, I'll tell you what, this is economically driven for a lot of people because people that aren't touched by this are like, well, my thing's closed, but I got all these other resources of this or that. It's easy then to pontificate and go, well, we need to do this and we need to do that. And this is my part. You could say all that. We should do this and we should do that. The problem is when you go, and if you don't do what I want you to do, then you're a such and such and a this and this and a that and that. You see what I'm saying? Now you start to assassinate people's character based on your opinion of what you think they should be doing. It's sad. Wake up. Use your brain pay attention. What I, what I encourage you to do, and this is what I do. I just go outside and I look at the community around me and I look at my neighbors and I look at my friends and I, and I look at the counties by me and I, I start paying attention and I, I talk to people that are in the medical field and I talk to people, um, who are, you know, um, trying to, uh, you know, be part of what we're doing or just, you know, trying to pay attention. And, and I get a, I get a, a sense of what I should do from that. And I follow that. What I don't do is turn the TV on and watch a bunch of guys and a bunch of political bullshit. And I'm telling you most this, a lot of this shit now is politically driven. It's politically driven. A hundred percent. People are lining up. They're going like, what does my favorite politician say about this? I'm going to side with that. Because if I don't, well, then that means I support this other person and that's bad. 
because Jay-Z was on Instagram and he said he was bad. It's like, dude, this is the cult of celebrity, the cult of Instagram. Everyone's so goddamn stupid and dumb, uninformed opinions and decisions. I saw someone online fucking lying, 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 said they knew so they knew 54 people who died from Corona personally knew 54 people personally. I don't even know 54 people personally. It's it is stupid, man. It's stupid. And it's uh, it's by design. And uh, it, they're wolf tickets. You guys are buying and selling wolf tickets by playing into this so deeply. It doesn't mean to not be safe. Look, if you're taking care of someone who's old and someone who's sick, be careful. Self-quarantine, duh, it makes sense. If you're in an area where it's really hot and heavy, be careful. Quarantine. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you got a, 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 a compromised immune system, my wife has a compromised immune system. She has an autoimmune disorder. She's had it for a few years now, and it can be really fucking bad. It really can, and we are quite aware of that. But you know what? We looked around. We made our decision. We checked out the community. We talked to people. We read. We looked at numbers. What I didn't do is go on YouTube and listen to one guy say one thing or my favorite people. I looked at everything. I listened to people that seemed to make sense. I listened to people that didn't make sense. I just kind of put it all out there and then made my decision. And that's what I encourage you guys to do. Open up your mind. Don't be so tied down to one way of thinking that you have pinned yourself. You put a stake into the ground and that stake is driven so deeply that ideology, sorry, choking on my own words, is driven so deeply into your brain that you can't change. You're not willing to change because you've now identified with this way of thinking. I'll tell you what, if it got really bad, it started to look worse, I would change my opinion 100%, but I'm not going to change it right now. Why? Because it's not that bad here. Not in my community, not in my area. It doesn't mean I'm cold and I'm insensitive and I'm a bastard. I feel for people that are in bad positions right now. I feel for people that know people or who have been impacted by this or, or know people who have been impacted by it. That sucks. That's terrible. I'm sorry. I don't wish this on anybody. But at the same time, I don't think every business in the entire state needs to be closed because of this. There's a lot of businesses that are considered phase three that are small businesses and they will not survive. And whether you believe it or not, you're throwing all the government's helping everyone with money. They're not. I don't know anyone who's been helped. Nobody. I don't know anyone. And the people that have gotten help, such as myself, $1,000. I'll tell you, that's what they get. I applied for every single thing as soon as it came available. It was my job. I was on it. And I'm not dumb. I have a college education. I've started two different companies. I'm not stupid. I'm a software engineer. I hold certifications and all kinds of shit. I'm well-read. I'm well-versed. Multiple disciplines. I'm not a moron. I act like a moron. I'm not a moron. I'm probably smarter than a lot of you guys are. Actually, maybe, maybe not. Hmm? We'll see. All I'm saying is this is you got to make these decisions for yourself. You got to be smart about it and quit turning on your neighbors. It's fucked up. Y'all turning on your neighbors. It's some Nazi Germany shit right there. You need to think about it, comrade. You need to think about it. Okay. I'm off my soapbox.
I'm off of my soapbox. I don't want to be on a soapbox. I don't like being on a soapbox. I don't, but I'm fired up. I don't even want to be fired up. I don't, man. I just want to be a regular dude. I want to teach jujitsu. I want to go back to the life that I built with so much hard work, borderline nervous breakdown to get there. I want to go back to that. That's what I want to do. I don't want to live in fear. Not, not unless there's a real, real necessary reason. And as far as I can see, this is not a necessary reason anymore. There's no justification for it other than a political attempt to gain some leverage and to scare the fuck out of people. And if you can't see it, it's obvious. Pay attention. It's out there. Look into it. What else is going on? Let's see. Dude, caught somebody trying to gank a tire off of my Prius. Can you believe it? This is how bad it's gone. This is how bad it's gotten. This is how bad the economy is because it's all shut down now. So now these thieves have come for the Prius. So Saturday night, it's like 3.30 in the morning. By the way, Stockton's hot now. It was 93 degrees yesterday. This was Saturday night. It was, it was warm on Saturday. And so we, we opened up all the windows. I got an old ass house and, and our um, insulation and our air conditioning setup is just it's bogus. It's no good. Um, and so, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's expensive to run the air conditioner. So we try not to, I got all these stupid things I try to do, like open the windows in the morning. I have like 17 fans. My kids are making fun of me. They're like, you're turning into grandpa with all your fans. My dad has like a fan fascination and he also loves flashlights. He's always buying like, look at this seven pack of flashlights. I got, look at this super chub pack of fans. I got at the Costco multiple sizes and variations. Um, just like the flashlight pack. And so, uh, so I'm all, I got all these fans going. I'm like, put this fan here, put that fan here. We're going to blow the air in here and it's going to circulate. And then it kind of works. But anyway, so I, I go to bed on Saturday night and, uh, you know, it's like three 30 in the morning and my windows open and my, my, my bedroom is right on the street. Like it's on the street. I get here everything. And the way our street is, is it's kind of curved. So it doesn't go just like, it's just not a straight linear street. The street kind of like has an angle and it curves a little bit. And right where I live, there's another street perpendicular that goes right, like, like dead ends basically into my block. So think of it as like a T, right? If you're going down Argonaut is the street. Boom. You hit, you hit the street I live on and you would go right into my driveway if you didn't turn left or right. All right. But left or right, you can outlet to the major roads, right? So in the left or right, when you turn onto my street, my street has this like weird meandering curve and it goes down and there's like a gas station a couple blocks down. Well, the way my street is curved is like sound echoes up the street. So if people go into the gas station at like midnight or two in the morning when it's mostly quiet, I can hear people talk. I could actually hear their conversations. I could hear chatter. I could hear people arguing and I could hear, I could hear it. Okay. Well, the point I'm trying to make is I could hear really well at night. So this dude, decide, this is like this. I don't know if he's smart or if he's stupid. He, he used to drill. So he had a drill and at 3.30 in the morning, Estelle and I are both woken up to this sound. And 
that noise was fresh in my head because I recently built a kicker ramp for my son, a skateboard ramp, right? And uh, a kicker is you know, something that's not incredibly hard to build, but I'm not a builder, but as part of my quarantine lifestyle, I decided I was going to take on some new projects. And so I wanted to learn how to do some building. So, you know, I, 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 I built my son this, this kicker ramp and, and in the process of building the kicker ramp, I got really tuned in to the sound of that um, with the driver, uh, which is not a drill, but you know, I'm driving screws in and you can kind of hear that, that weird sound when it catches and it's too tight and there's some give, there's some tension. Uh, and so, uh, it reminds me of a, a fishing pole when you got to adjust the tension on it, you know? And, uh, and, and so anyway, we heard, and my wife was like, what was that? And I kind of sat up and, and I wear glasses and I can't see very well without them at all. And I jumped out of bed and I was like, I opened the blinds up. I, I separated them with my fingers and I was like peeking out and I was squinting because I didn't have my glasses on. And it's just, it was just dark outside mostly, you know, like uh, the Prius was right in front of my window, like right there. It's like probably, I would say it's probably, uh, it's probably 20 feet from my window about maybe 25 maybe 25 but it's pretty close to me not that far and i was kind of looking and looking and there was like a, a little car that was on the street and it had its it had its lights off um and i didn't even really realize that the car was there it was kind of dark and i was like trying to figure out what was going on but underneath the prius i could see a little light and it was artificial. I knew it was artificial. I was just like kind of peep. It seemed like it took five minutes. It, this is like a five second transaction, right? It looked like a Christmas light, like a single bulb on a Christmas light that was underneath the car and it was illuminated. And I thought, man, that looks artificial to me. Like is somebody, did someone break into my car maybe, or something's going on? And I just got this moped running as another project for Nate and Noah, just so they could screw around on the moped, a little kinetic moped that we've had for a long time in the family. Um, and so I was, I was working on the moped and the moped's a, it's a little two stroke. And so it's got like a kind of sound to it. And I thought, Oh shit, this, somebody slipped into the, in, into the yard and like somehow got in and is taking the moped out. And I was kind of like, how did they get the moped out? You know, that's a moped. I thought that's what that sound was. There's all these thoughts that have, you know, conglomerated in my head in, in, fi in a five-second time span. And so I'm looking under the car. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then uh, I'm like, wait a minute. Somebody's out there. And so I said in my manliest voice I could, I could muster up, I said, hey, motherfucker. And as soon as I said that, the car went and took off. And I was like, oh shit, somebody is like for real, somebody's out there. They left their dude who was trying to steal the Prius's tire, driver's side tire. Okay, nobody fucks with the Prius, all right? I'm tired of you guys. Nobody fucks with the Prius. All right, I draw the line at the Prius, okay? And the car drives off, boom, and I see this dude's head pop up. He was like squatting down behind the car, so I couldn't see him. He was on the other side of the car, on the street side, 
right? And his little head popped up, and I was like, you better run, motherfucker! And then he goes, boom, 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 boom. He booked, man. And I ran out into my into the front, and I'm like, shit, dude, I'm barefooted, like with shorts on and no shirt, looking like, I'm 210 pounds right now, by the way. Like, I'm pretty beefy. I'm swinging that 80-pound kettlebell pretty well. Like, I swung it for 100 swings yesterday. I felt really good. Uh, really good to be honest with you. I'm feeling strong and I'm pretty, uh, you know, I've gone from looking like maybe I could be Mexican to looking like maybe I'm Yugoslavian now, or maybe I'm like some kind of Eastern, like I'm kind of getting like feeling like little Andre Arlovsky ish. And so I, um, I jam out there dudes down the street. This motherfucker had my car up on a jack or it was already jacked up. The tire was elevated off the ground and he was going to work. He was going to take that Prius tire, which I don't know why the fucking Prius tire, like for real, dude, I think the anti-theft lug nut got him. I think that's what it was. I think that caused his drill to go made a loud ass noise. And, uh, so he bounced. So I got his flashlight. There was a little tiny little like pencil style flashlight. That was the light under the car. Good thinking. And I got his tools that he left behind. He left like some big, long, weird mechanics wrench of some kind. It looks like a, like an auto part or, or, or an automobile style tool. Uh, and then he left another wrench and I got his Jack, which was dope. And I got his, I got one glove fucking Michael Jackson fucking guy trying to pull a Michael Jackson on my ass. I got one glove light his hair on fire motherfucker. And, um, uh, he, he, he got out, but you know, I protected the tire. So now I'm on full alert. You know, I'm not playing around. The cars are in the driveway. The Prius is strategically parked and the windows are strategically set up to where now if I'm laying in bed, all I got to do is open up my right eye and tilt my head a little bit to the right. And I could see right out of the crack of my window, right at the Prius. And I got my camera. I have cameras. Unfortunately, I had kicked the, the, the wall outlet where the camera was plugged in. It's, it's an outdoor camera, but there's a feed that comes into the room to plug it in for power. And I, I uh, kicked it out of the wall. And so I didn't get any of it on camera. My neighbor's ring camera got it, though. Got some of it. So I saw the car. I saw some of it. Uh, which is great. It's crazy to think now that you would even try to steal something from somebody in front of their house. Cause there's so many cameras, like there's so many cameras, man. Everybody's got a camera They're They're, they're literally everywhere. And so, uh, yeah, that was a, a tricky thing, but I was like, dude, this guy's trying to steal my fucking tire. What, what, what do you do with the Prius? The tire's old. The tire's like over a year old. The hubcaps are shit. Like, th there's nothing nice on that car. Yeah, desperate times, man. So we tried to gank that. Luckily, luckily, we busted him. And this is the se the second time I went nuts on somebody in the middle of the night being out in my front yard. Uh, three times, though, actually. The time before that, I, I didn't go nuts. I opened up my blinds to go nuts because I saw, like, some lights flashing and shit. And when I opened up my blinds, there was a guy standing halfway on my grass facing the street with his hands up, and there were cops on the street with their guns pointed at him. And I was standing in the window behind all this. Like, if they actually opened fire, I would be the recipient of anything that didn't hit the target. And I was just standing there like, uh, wrong spot, dummy. 
Um, but the time, long time ago, same room, same setup, same thing, middle of the night, woke up, somebody had pulled like three quarters into my driveway and their headlights had like flashed into my room and they stayed on. So this person was like three quarters in my driveway and I popped up out of bed and I don't know what my problem is. I, I should grab my glasses first. I never do. I always raise the blinds and just start yelling, hey, motherfucker, same thing. And I startled Stella. She woke up and started yelling, hey, she didn't even know what we were yelling about. We were just both yelling out the window at this person. And uh, the dude jumped in his car. He's like, oh shit, jumped in his car. And he's like, I can hear his car just squeeching, like grinding up the street. He goes like a block up the street, pulls back off. There's another street light under the street. There's a street light on the left of my driveway, which is why he stopped there because he had a flat tire. And I proceeded to watch this poor sap change his tire after I yelled at him. There's always some kind of tire issue, huh? Like either someone changing a tire or trying to steal my tire. Nobody steals a tire from the Prius. It's just not going to happen. So, yeah, that was awesome. But I felt uh, I felt good about foiling the attempt. My cars have been broken into so many times. Like, there's this... These dudes, they come through... But man, it's probably three times a week, and they just check the door handles. They just flip every door handle on the car to see if you forgot. If you forget, if you're not on your game, and you le- you know you leave your car unlocked one night, man, you'll come out to like all your doors will be open, the trunk is open, whatever's valuable's gone, you know. And then if some vulture comes through and sees it open later, he'll pick through it too. It's insane, but that's uh, that's the world we're living in. That's Stockton, Stocktown. I felt really good about building that skate ramp, man. I am—I I don't know anything about building, uh, but YouTube is pretty impressive. Thankfully, they haven't pulled everything off of YouTube. I was able to learn how to use a skill saw. I didn't know how to use a skill saw. I have a skill saw. So my wife's cousin used to live with us years ago, years ago, and she used to help kind of watch the kids when they were really young. And she had like this boyfriend dude. It's like the only boyfriend dude that I remember her having. And uh, he was kind of a weird, like chubby construction, like ranchero Mexican style guy, you know, like he, he would, um, he was like not a contractor, but he was like a, he was like, <laughs> he was like an illegal contractor. You know what I'm saying? Like there's guys that essentially have the knowledge to do a lot of things construction wise, but they're not exactly a contractor. He's kind of like that. Kind of was running his own game, doing doing all right, I guess. And so he he was dating my wife's cousin, and he had stored some tools over at her house for I don't know why, who knows. And anyway, he ended up skip borrowing money from my wife's cousin, like three grand, and then skipped down to Mexico and never came back, never gave her the money back. But he left his skill saw here, and this is like ten years ago. 15 years ago. So I popped that skill saw out. It had a good blade on it still, but I really didn't know how to use it. I had to oil it up because the adjust the, um, the, the way you adjust the angle and the depth of the skill saw, those slots were completely like super tight. They were stuck. So I had to shoot some WD 40 in there. I had to watch some videos like how to use a skill saw. This is how you adjust it. This is what you're trying to do. And I just watched it a few times and kind of practiced. And then like, okay, I think I could do it. And I started making cuts and, and the ramp came out really good. Like I was really shocked that the ramp came out so damn well. So I was able to build him a nice kicker ramp that he's been able to use and have fun with. 
yeah, so I was really proud. Of it. I was like, I was shocked. I was actually shocked when I was building it and it was coming together. I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing it. It's like when you you're winning your first tournament match, you're up on points. It's like I can't believe I'm up on six points and there's only forty seconds left. I'm gonna win this match. So like it's kind of like that feeling, right? Uh, so I was pretty stoked to get that get that going. But um, you know through all this, I've been trying real hard to stay positive. I've been trying real hard to make improvements and stay on it and, and encourage the, encourage my friends and encourage people that are, you know, kind of in it. But, you know, I gotta be honest, man, like it, it, it's getting old, it's getting old and it's not easy. Like I'm, I, uh, I have a lot of trouble staying positive and I have a lot of trouble, uh, not being destructive with my thoughts and my habits and, and, you know, I'm just being open with people. Like, I feel like for my own well being, like I, I need to get back to training. Like I, I really do. I am, I, I'm not uh, super into the person that I am without jujitsu right now. And now maybe there's going to be a time in my life where I can mellow out a little bit more and not feel like I need it as much, but I, I really need it, man. It's been 45, 50 days or whatever it is. And, uh, it's time for me to go back. Like I, I, I need to get some of that therapy. Uh, it's not about greed. It's not about, um, personal freedom. Some of it is about personal freedom, to be honest with you, ethically and morally. I feel like we have the right to also represent freedom and fight against totalitarianism because totalitarianism is way worse than COVID. All right. Just put that in your back pocket. All right. So I feel a need for that, but on a very, very personal level, like I, I have serious anxiety and I've dealt with it for a long time. And, uh, I don't think that makes me courageous or a hero either. And I don't think it's something that people like I need to broadcast and talk about, but jujitsu really, really helps me with it. And, um, I need it. Like I'm at a point where like I need to get, back to that thing that was helping me so much to be honest like i'm kind of kind of over all this quarantine stuff and if there was a more pressing reason for it then maybe i would feel differently but i just don't feel that way right now and that doesn't mean i want to endanger you but it means that i'm willing to take a chance for me and uh if it was the other way around i would support you in it i would i don't care i'm i'm all for personal freedom do what you're going to do like whatever this is <laughs> we're on a rock floating through outer space like you, your rules and your authority and all that it's 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 very temporal and very limited like let's be honest um but anyway uh it's glad to be back man i'm glad we got tanner rice on i'm sure uh not everyone's going to agree with his opinion but i don't have people on the program who i think everyone's going to agree with i have people on the program who i think have a unique voice look if you're just a voice in a chorus of voices, big deal. I don't need, I, like, what are you going to say that, I, that nobody's already heard? I want people with perspective. I want people with an authentic viewpoint. I want people with conviction, all right? Talk with conviction. If you have conviction backing up the way you feel and what you do, then I honor that and I'll listen to that. But if you don't have conviction, you just have cantankerousness. You have like uh, ego. Narcissism is on huge display now. I think we see that everywhere. Then I don't care what you're going to say. You're going to say something stupid that I've already heard before. I want to talk to people that have a viewpoint. 
And I really appreciate Tanner coming on. And I really appreciate what he's doing. I think that we need people like this. And history looks back at people like this. And, it, and it's not always bad. In fact, some of your heroes may be people that were vilified and hated in their time or disagreed with in their time. Did you know that? I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. So thank you for listening. This has been a special episode. There it is of the Inside BJJ Podcast. All right, you guys, please give us a rating, a review. Hit us up. Inside BJJ on Instagram. Keep the faith. Keep training. Take care of yourselves. Be safe.